I am sure you recognize the gospel passage as the good thief. It's part of Luke's passion. And we read it every third year. We read it this year on Palm Sunday. Luke is the only one who has this dialogue. Others talk about the two criminals who were crucified with Jesus. And so as in every Sunday we recall the Paschal mystery that Jesus died and rose for you and for me and the cross is always center. So let me talk just a little bit about salvation and then I'm going to talk about kings. Salvation. The Lord came took our humanity, tried to teach, selected apostles, and then suffered and died and rose, ascended to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit for one reason only, to save us. Every one of us, good, bad, and ugly, as they say, every one of us. And so this good thief idea is very precious because the bottom line is that you and I were condemned to no life because of the sin of Adam and Eve. Because of their disobedience, they were kicked out of paradise and as Paul put it, death and sin entered the world. Okay? And the whole reason why Jesus had to come, that God sent his son, was because nobody could bridge that gap, pay the price, save us, except God himself. And so in many ways, Jesus, or actually absolutely, Jesus took our place. We were all condemned. He our place and he has lifted us up and he wishes to offer that to everyone and that's where the good thief comes in he takes credit for being a criminal but he acknowledges that Jesus did nothing criminal everybody else the chief priests the scribes the Pharisees even the Roman soldiers were making fun of Jesus. That's always a point in the passion narratives. And even the bad thief gets caught up into that. And if you hear his comment, his comment isn't, you know, have mercy on me, or maybe you can save everybody. His comment is, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. Just us. Not any sense of the salvation of the world, which we sing on Good Friday when we carry in the cross. Behold the wood of the cross on which hung the Savior of the world. Not just the Savior of a few people. He had it wrong. 
The good thief, though, understood. And he said, remember me. We, we sometimes sing that Taze phrase on Good Friday. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. It's a haunting, haunting line and melody. And it's our song. The good thief is us. And the incredible thing is, says, Jesus says, all right, today, not when I get around to it, not Easter Sunday, not at the end of the world, but today you will be with me. That's Jesus's promise to all of us who seek him to be king over us. There is judgment. And that's what this passage is trying to remind us. And with God's grace, we can say, Jesus, remember me. And he certainly will. Now, king. Kings haven't done so well in history, have they? And maybe you keep up a little bit with the royalty in Britain, but poor Queen Elizabeth has had her issues with her children and grandchildren and whatever. Right now, her son, Prince Andrew, probably wishes he could crawl under a rock somewhere. And of course, her grandsons, I don't know if they are still talking or not, but anyway, William and Harry have their issues, I guess. But that's not the kind of king Jesus is talking about. We in the church, we've had some popes who thought they were kings. Julius II, whose major claim to fame was he had Michelangelo paint the final judgment in the Sistine Chapel, prided himself at being a warrior, and there are paintings of him on his horse uh, with a spear in one hand and the tiara on his head. I assure you, if I was ever going out to battle, that'd be the last thing I want on my head is some tiara. The triple old papal throne, uh, crown. And other popes were quite terrible. The Borgias and the Medici and all of that. We perhaps have learned our lesson. And Pope Francis is telling us, we need to be a servant church. And that's our king who came to serve and not to be served. That is our Jesus. And so we need to pray for our governments and our leaders. We have our mega issues these days all throughout the world, not just here. But let's not just blame those out there. All of us have leadership positions if nowhere else, at least in the family. We got Thanksgiving coming up. What kind of spouse, parent, grandchild, sibling, whatever, 
Are you going to be this Thanksgiving? How do we lead? How do we help others to serve? One easy thing is, are you going to be helping in the kitchen and wash the dishes? You, ever, you know what the, what the place looks like after a meal. Looks like a disaster area. Okay. Yes, we have to be helpful and be good servants and to lift up people and to let them know that we know the Lord and that they are worthy of his saving love. That's our king. It's not about us. Save yourself and us. It's about leading as many as we can to the saving power of our King. So that's my prayer for all of you this Thanksgiving too. And as we get into Advent and Christmas, that we not forget